And he was on his way to Quantico, Virginia to become the officer in charge of the infantry training battalion. He was an honorable man of God. And even throughout the Marine Corps, he was known as an impeccable man. Amen. He was honorable, praise God. He knew who he was. Amen. Uh, his moral code, amen, was, was shaped. His moral code was impeccable. And he was very, he was a very humble leader. Um, and he shaped the lives of many, praise God. Many Marines' lives were shaped because of his life. And even though I took off the uniform in November 1997, because of being associated with that family, praise God, and reading Marine Corps family, and reading the article, it automatically put me back. He was a manly man that left his mark on the Corps. Anywhere in the Marine Corps today, if you mention that Lieutenant Colonel's name, praise God, he would be there. Hallelujah. And I'm praying, amen, that everything is, is going right, everything is moving, amen, everything is heard, everything is pure, everything is clear, as I constantly try to move forward with our, our message for this morning. So, when I thought about and reading the article, praise God, my mind went to Jesus. My mind went directly to Jesus. Jesus had impeccable character. Jesus influenced, influenced many lives. Amen. And lives are even being influenced even right now because of the greatness of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're thankful, amen, for the impact that Jesus has had on each and every one of us. And uh, as another note, please get yourself ready because as soon as we come to the end of this message, have your communion kit, praise God, or get yourself some grape juice or some juice or some water. Get yourself, praise God, some crackers or some bread, praise God, because it's not about what the symbolism of what we're using, amen, is what is in your heart. What is in your heart today? That's what matters. Because if you know Jesus Christ is the partner of your sins, praise God, he said, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And as all we have to do is live a life that's forgiving. All we have to do is live a life realizing and understanding that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you lay claim to that, praise God, you can be saved. I truly thank God, amen, because people have driven by and dropped their tithes off and their offerings, praise God. I, I thank God for that. I also thank God for this little, this little melody. It says, living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he carried my sins all away, rising he justified, freed me forever, and one day I'm going back that glorious day. Thanks to the most high God, it is indeed a great pleasure, amen. To honor and trust and believe in God for today. The year 2020, amen, represents major change and shifting in everybody's life. Amen. When we look in the Bible, praise God, we can begin to look back and see there were changes, amen, major changes, hallelujah, in the lives of people. Praise God. And when we find ourselves here 
be engulfed in one big circle. Circle. One great big global pandemic. We find ourselves, amen, in the same place. Hallelujah. Uh, the children of Israel were uh, 400 years, amen, captive in the same place. Amen. Captive in Egypt. And then uh, a Babylonian captivity for 70 years. Amen. Things change. Hallelujah. Things change. We've had uh, storms. Uh, Katrina comes to my mind. Praise God. Uh, the Philippines have experienced devastation. Jamaica has experienced de devastation. China, hallelujah. Japan, earthquakes. Uh, many, many different things have happened. We've experienced 9-11. Uh, all these things that were impactful on us. Certain, certainly, all these things touched in those places, praise God, they had an experience all to themselves. But when we look at this day, when we look at this global impact, praise God, we often put in the same circle. Hallelujah. Our short glance at Psalm 102 today, we'll begin to look and see some things. This psalm talks about a prayer of the afflicted, hallelujah, when he is overwhelmed and pours out his complaint before the Lord. It's a prayer made up of earnest requests. Change the most of God. Thank you for your harvest for a 6 a.m. prayer daily. And thank you, body of Christ, for praying all over the world. And I know our prayers, amen, when we begin to lament before the Lord, we may start praying, amen, and, and as we begin to pray, amen, the Holy Ghost takes over the prayer, amen, our warnings and our mornings and our utterances, things that we do not uh, really are accountable for, praise God, but, but, but the Spirit takes over the prayer, that's my emphasis on that, the Holy Ghost takes over the prayer, amen, and the complaint, amen, turns into a praise. And it may not necessarily be a complaint because it may come in the form of a complaint, but it is not a complaint. It is a prayer made up of earnest requests by someone who has great affliction. Hallelujah. And in the particular song, whether it was his own individual concerns, because when we're corporately praying, sometimes we the prayer of intercession, we are interceding, praise God, on the behalf of others. And thank you, Father God, for giving us the opportunity to be intercessors. Whether it's, an own, it's our own individual sorrow, or whether like today, I'd like to make it our cry as born-again believers, all of us speaking, but with one voice. The word afflicted means, here is a suffering one who is in trouble. The word is uh, singular when it begins to come out, but, but as one which has often applied to a person who is in trouble, whatever may be the nature of the trouble, the word rendered overwhelmed, hallelujah, means whatever the trouble is, it's, 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 it's like trouble being a coat, praise God. And sometimes you and I may feel that way, that our troubles are like putting on a coat. And yes, we can put on a natural coat when we're cold. We can take it off, amen. We can put on a sweater, praise God, when we're cold. 
But sometimes, like what we're in right now, sometimes we find ourselves in a trouble that we just can't take off. Amen. And we need God to help us in the midst of that trouble. Hallelujah. The darkness of trouble becomes a, a garment. And that's why I say to the Most High God, we cannot allow ourselves to be backed up in a corner of darkness. Because the darkness will engulf you. And the darkness will overwhelm you. Hallelujah. And that darkness that comes and overwhelms and overtakes and puts us in a place of isolation. And in a place where we're beginning to grieve. That's where Psalm 102, I mean Psalm 61 and 2 comes in and says, Lord, don't hide your face from me in the day when I am in trouble. I want to know if anybody been in trouble out there. Anybody been in trouble out there? Hallelujah. My thought for the day is get dressed because we're coming out. Get dressed because we are coming out. Please, God, hear. Hallelujah. My prayers, my soul was engulfed in gloom and sorrow. The word rendered here, we're talking about complaint. Hallelujah. It's basically we're in meditation. Basically, we're standing before the Lord and we are mourning, praise God. We're groaning, amen. The expression of sorrow, the ultimate expression, hallelujah, of sorrow. It does not necessarily mean that as the word does with us, that we're finding fault. Not finding fault with God. We're not finding fault with God. We're just expressing the dissatisfaction. Amen. We're expressing that we're uncomfortable. As a baby would cry, amen, when they're wet. As a baby is, would cry when they're hungry. As a baby would cry when they feel uncomfortable, praise God. That's what we're doing in this season, in this season, praise God. I I don't like to say uh, coronavirus. I don't even like to say COVID nineteen because it's as if I'm giving uh, I'm assigning that title to it, and I'm going on with everything. So my inward conversation I'm sharing with you today is while we're in this season, praise God. While we're in this season, God, we are uncomfortable. While we're in this season, praise God, we are not making complaints. While we're in this season, we're not bolstering of who we are. Amen. But we're just making a boisterous, bold, loud outcry that we are uncomfortable, praise God. And we begin to uh, uh, talk because it may seem like we're complaining, but we're not. Because if we're going to worship God in spirit and in truth, we truthfully have to communicate with God so that he can pull us up out of my issues. Being associated with friends and, and loved ones, praise God. When a friend is encompassed about by trouble and we love that friend, praise God, when we hear what that friend is saying, hallelujah, we are brought in that place of trouble. In our families, praise God, when our families are going through, parents, uh, when our children are experiencing difficulties, praise God, we are uncomfortable and we want to be there for them as they are experiencing this thing. If I were to take a phrase from a secular song, 
Praise God that Ray Charles wrote. Ray Charles wrote a song and the lyrics said it was a rainy night in Georgia. And it seems like it's raining all over the world. Well, he wrote that song a long time ago. And while we're in this season, praise God, it seems like it's raining trouble all over the world. But just, just, just think for a minute. If we would begin to rain down prayer, if we would begin to rain down our sorrows and our woes, if we begin to have a little talk with Jesus and tell him all about our troubles, praise God, he will answer by and by because the Savior would hear our cry. When we look at the internet, praise God, as I mentioned in opening, amen, the things that we've been associated with, you might be associated with the post office, you might be associated with the military, you might have been a part of a company, and you might have even lost your job, or you might not have had an opportunity to work long enough to retire from anything and get a gold watch, but whatever you've been associated with, whatever you care for, it's going to affect you when something happens. And praise God, things are happening all over the world. You can't get away from it. You can't get away from it. Everywhere you look, hallelujah, it's there. It's there. And what do we do when we're in this thing? Well, sometimes, amen, you're in a place of low bar, a place of no communication. You find yourself trapped and caught. And what happens is we begin to adapt what we are around. It's not that we become a chameleon, but we stay around something long enough that it becomes a part of us. I want to let you know you need to get dressed. I want to let you know that we're coming out of this thing. God has blessed us and he has been encouraging us on our prayer line. It's been words like restoration. It's been words like have patience as you're going through. It's been words like the favor, your set favor, your time is about to come. We don't know who really wrote this song on what occasion it's not or what was possible to begin to, to who wrote. But David, amen, it might have been written by David. You see, it seems profitable, however, because Psalm 102 and 13 through 21, that was in the time of captivity and was in a view of the troubles of a long and weary exile. We've been in this season for a little while. Hallelujah. It's been a long time that we have our life as we once knew it has changed. And the psalmist began to speak not of emotional, I'm sorry, not of individual and personal troubles, but he speaks as one of the people. Praise God. Hallelujah. So one that was in exile and, and others along with him in captivity who had sighed for deliverance. Praise God. We're sighing for deliverance, for restoration. Amen. Because their land as they once knew it, amen, was gone and now they're in the midst of trouble. Who so tenderly described in the first 11 verses, he saw encouraging evidence that the Lord was about to manifest his mercy and to restore the people to their native land. Hallelujah. And he pleased most earnestly with God. And that's what we have to do most earnestly. We have to plead with God on the ground that he was faithful and unchanging. I'm saying get dressed. Get dressed because we're coming out. Just like God delivered so many times in the Bible. 
Just like God delivered so many times in your own life, God's going to do it again. Get dressed. We're coming out of this thing. Everyone has been touched by this thing in some way or some fashion. And when we begin to look at what God has done in our lives, we begin to see how God has moved in our lives. When we begin to look at this song, we are accountable to God in all areas of our lives, more so at home than anywhere else. And I believe that God allowed us a time to be at home. God allowed us a time to be with our family and our loved ones. God has allowed us some time to restore some relationship. God has been with us when we were in our mountaintop of contentment. And we're now in a valley. But I'm not going to call it a valley of despair. I'm going to call it a valley, amen, where the lily of the valley is with us. And when we begin to look at the Psalms, we begin to look at the first thing in the Psalm, the grounds of hope. Psalm 102 has some grounds of hope in it. Because when we cry out to the Lord, there's evidence that God was about to show favor to his people. And I'm feeling today, saints, in the name of Jesus, that God is about to show some favor. God is about to come and make himself real to us. We know when God comes in, because God is going to come in where nobody can notice. The Bible said he's going to come as a thief in the night when it's time to come and take us out of here. But I believe in this particular season, I believe right now, God is getting ready. I want to tell you, Saint to the Most High God, get dressed because we're coming out. Get dressed, get dressed, get dressed because we are coming out. I don't know, but it just feels like it's in the air. It feels like God is about to move. I feel in my spirit and from where we have been and from where I have been and where we have to go. God still needs to get his word out. God still wants the saints to stand up and say yes to the Lord. God still wants us to move in. God still wants us to throw up and lift up holy hands. God still wants us to praise Him. God still wants us to be ready. And I'm reminded of the five foolish words and the five wise virgins. I'm reminded that, that the five foolish virgins, when they had time to get some oil, they didn't get any oil. And they heard that, that the bride was coming. Y'all don't hear me. They heard that the bride was coming. And so the five foolish virgins, they went to get some oil from the five wise virgins. Change the most high God. Get dressed right now. Because soon we'll be coming out. And when we come back to church, praise God. We want to come back dressed. We want to come back looking good. We want to come back moving. We want to come back understanding that God was with us. We want to come back in the house praising God. We want to come back in the house shouting. We want to come back in the house leaving. Get dressed because God is going to release us. What you going to do when God releases you? What you going to do? Hallelujah. When everything is lifted up. God wants us to be ready. God is asking us to get out.
the bride of Christ. Yes, the church, we are the bride of Christ. Now let's go back now to the natural bride. She's putting herself together. She's putting on her dress. She's putting on her makeup. She's doing all that she needs to do to get dressed for the wedding. We'll see to the most high God. We gotta prepare ourselves for coming out. We gotta prepare ourselves to come back before the Lord. I know you've been before the Lord while you were in the temple. I know you've been before the Lord in your prayer room. I know you've been before the Lord in your prayer closet. But get ready. Get ready. Get dressed. Hallelujah.
Because there are some times, we're in a season right now, but there's a time and then some more time. We gotta be ready. Where are you gonna go when you're not breathing anymore? Where are you gonna go when this temple, this earth, this this house, this this dirt, and we haven't had it for a place, where are you going to go? Hallelujah. I want to go with Jesus. I want to go with Jesus. I want to be with Jesus. Thank the most I got. Let's not take this time up lightly. But well, we're in the dressing room. We're rehearsing. Just pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. Break within me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Believe in standing on your word. In the name of Jesus, we're thankful to you, asking you to hold us and put some consist consistency and some urgency in us as we continue to live the way that you would have us to live. Save me, save us today. In the name of Jesus. As we prepare for our communion, thank you, Lord. I'll be reading from verse Corinthians chapter 11, starting with verse 23. It says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he given thanks, he prayed it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same man, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup in the New Testament, in my blood, this do was often to do it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily Eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sick. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the Lord. Wherefore, wherefore, my brother, when we come together to eat, carry one for another. And if any man hunger let him eat at home, that he come not together unto condemnation. And the rest I will set in order when I come. Father, we're just asking you to bless this cup, man. Bless this bread, man. Asking you, Father, asking you, Father, to just meet our needs in the name of Jesus. We believe in trusting you. We believe in trusting you, God. That everything, everything. 
as covered. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name, God. We bless your name, God. We bless your name, God. As the brothers would come from wherever they are, amen, and serve themselves, amen, hallelujah. We have to keep, we have to keep the distancing going on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do this also in remembrance of me. 